This podcast is brought to you by Modest Coffee, single origin coffee without the snobbery. Go to www.modest.coffee forward slash no bad reviews to see what coffees they're roasting today. Cheers! So I'm Jenny. I'm Marcus. And I'm Stephanie. And this is No Bad Reviews, colon, a coffee podcast. And we are here to try a bunch of different coffees. Every week we're going to try a new one. And we're going to give No Bad Reviews. Yeah. And we're going to learn something about coffee and maybe about ourselves. Maybe. Why should you give a shit about what we? we have to say about coffee? Well, I work for a coffee company, and I have been the employee of the month for 32 months running, and that is why my opinion counts. What do you guys do? (laughs) I work for a coffee company, too, and I won a Good Food Award in 2021. Yeah, I'm I'm an award-winning coffee roaster. Or how about this? I could introduce you so you don't sound pretentious. Um, That sounds pretentious. I'm Jenny. I run a coffee company, all the operations. That's what I do. (laughs) <laughs> and we all work at the same company. Of Modest Coffee. And that's the last we're going to talk about Modest Coffee because <laughs> they're not paying us enough to do this episode. I guess we could just say, and we own Modest Coffee. Yeah, and technically they are sponsoring this first episode. Modest Coffee, our sponsor, our very first sponsor. It was not a hard sell. <laughs> <laughs> Anyways, so how are you guys? We're here. It's our first episode. It is early in the morning for me, as you know, and I'm excited to be drinking coffee soon. 10.05. Feels earlier. (laughs) (laughs) So we're here. Um, We're drinking drinking coffee. I'm a little sluggish. It's a good thing we have coffee. This is a great theme for sluggish and tired on a Sunday morning. Yeah. And the podcast is called, what is it called? It's called No Bad Reviews, colon, a coffee podcast. And how did we get started? We got started because we are three friends and coworkers, and we thought it would be fun to get together every Sunday morning and challenge ourselves to try any coffee, despite whatever our preconceived notions are about the coffee. So would you say like we're on a, on a journey, a journey of taste, a journey of flavor, a journey of experience? <laughs> What do you think, Steph? Well, I'm worried about just how exciting this flavor journey is going to (laughs) be. So I think the premise of the podcast is we'll try some good coffees. Yeah, we're going to try some wacky coffees. We're going to throw in some coffees that will be awesome. And we're going to challenge ourselves to find the good in everything. I think it will be fun to try a bunch of different coffees with both of you. And I'm also excited to just hang out on a Sunday morning and have fun. And hopefully share that fun with other people. This is going to be a really good time, I think. Um, I know you don't want to talk too much about Modest Coffee because you don't want this to be the marketing arm of the company. <laughs> but I I think we should just mention that we are like a really small roaster and we're we're all about single origin and we kind of take it seriously. And so it's really fun to step way outside of that and 
try some nutty things, (laughs) (laughs) which I think maybe I'm a little more excited about than Marcus is. I mean, the idea of these like weird flavored coffees and everything, it just seems really fun. It seems like it's going to be really fun. To follow up on what Steph is saying, in the specialty coffee industry, the space that we occupy in the coffee world, it is so overly serious. People take their coffee super seriously. And I know that we take our coffee super seriously for the business. And I know that we can get super like down and dirty with the serious. <laughs> but like, why not do something that's kind of fun? And why not take our professional experience and our professional palettes and just have fun with it? And I will say as a reformed picky eater, some of these coffees that we already have lined up, I'm going to have a really hard time. So I'm almost thinking it's going to have a little bit of a, like a fear factor. Oh. A fear factor element to it for me. Like here, eat this cockroach coffee. Ooh, oh, we God. are not really doing Do cockroach <gasps> coffee though, Please right? God, no, I hope there is, I, no I draw the coffee. line. Yeah. I draw the I, line. Yeah. Grasshopper coffee? Out. No, thank you. I'm right. sorry, I'm out. Okay. So I, I would say I'm kind of the opposite of the picky eater <laughs> mentality. Like the weirder it is, the more excited I am to try it. I, I always order the weirdest thing on the menu. So All I'm right. really excited about the weird. I, I, cockroach coffee might be pushing it. Grasshopper coffee I would try. Uh, I would okay. try grasshopper coffee. Okay, you know what? How about this? Sure. We can have a grasshopper coffee episode <laughs> and I will look at the packaging maybe. <laughs> <laughs> no bad reviews. We have to find a way to make it palatable for uh, Jenny. But we will not lead with uh, grasshopper coffee ever. We'll, 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 like we'll ease you into it right by now. like grass coffee and then like hopper coffee with ground up rabbits. And then, we'll, <laughs> and then we'll combine the two and make grasshopper coffee. So our method here, we decided that if we try the coffee black and don't have anything good to say about it, we're going to doctor it up a little with some cream and sugar. And then Marcus and I decided if we still don't find it palatable, we'll add a shot of whiskey and see if that helps. And I feel like after three or four cups of whiskey coffee, we are going to have all kinds of lovely things to say, no matter what we're trying, no matter how many ground up cockroaches are in it. <laughs> we're going to drink it until it tastes good. <laughs> That's right. <laughs> Oh my god, I'm dying. Cockroach. Uh, I can't even like imagine it in my mind. I'm dying right now. (laughs) And we have some interesting coffee today, right, Jenny? Like, so this morning, thinking about what coffee we could do, I looked at our six-pound bag of Panama Gesha coffee on the counter, and said to myself, "Let's do maple bacon." (laughs) (laughs) And so. this comes from the Day-to-Day Coffee Company. What are the ingredients? <laughs> I bet there's not even real maple syrup in there. Honestly. It says uh, natural and that artificial flavoring. Natural doesn't mean anything. Natural means it's an artificial flavor that was invented before a certain year when they changed the rules about what they could... Like, did they grind up a bunch of like bacon? <laughs> there's no... There, or the well, bacon the, bits? Could yeah. be like uh, cockroaches, right? It could be. Vanilla cockroaches or whatever that was? Uh, there is a bug that they get a flavoring from maybe it's a color maybe it's an artificial maybe it's a a natural color i think it's actually a beetle yeah doesn't it start with an s 
I forget what it is. I don't know. It's like, uh, it's in this whipped cream. It's actually, it's probably on this right here. Oh, carrageenan. There it is. No. Yeah, that comes from a bug. No, there's another one that comes from a bug too, because carrageenan is a stabilizer, thickener thing. Shellac? I bet there's lots of stuff that comes from that's bugs true. that we don't know about. I think I think that's true. I think we're probably all 100% correct right now hmm? on all of it. So, so what back are to maple bacon coffee. Um, it does not specifically say bacon on the packaging. It also does not specifically say that it is kosher. Mm. So if you're Jewish, I would err on the side of caution and maybe skip this one. Muslim too. There, Muslim and, too. Um, I just found out we have a friend who's potentially allergic to pork. Oh. I guess that's a thing too. So look out, you guys. Are there aller- any careful. allergen warning- warnings on that one? No allergen warnings, but I don't think pork is normally included in the allergen warnings list. Warning. Um. Created in a facility that produces bacon. I feel like <laughs> fake pork flavor should have a warning of some kind. <laughs> All right. So anyways, uh, back to maple bacon coffee. So this is from the Day-to-Day Coffee Company. And so we're looking up this morning uh, for information about the Day-to-Day Coffee Company. And you Google it, and there's really nothing. What comes up is like, buy it. I'm like, well, who are you? Like, where are you from? Where does this come from? And so Marcus is like, oh, well, they're a local company. They have a 630 area code. Oh, yeah, yeah. So I use my. I was like, good. Work. Yeah. So Marcus is really good at googling. So I was like, hey, Marcus, can you see if you can figure something out? And the farthest he got was six three zero area code. So then I went to their website, copied, pasted it. Turns out, day to day coffee is owned by Papa Nicholas. Really? Yeah. So day to day is a subsidiary, or I don't know, DBA sub brand, sub brand of Papa Nicholas Coffee which is a local Chicago... Do you know any stuff? Do you know much about Papa Nicholas? I guess I didn't know that Papa Nicholas was a Chicago company. Mm -hmm. Batavia, Batavia. Mm -hmm. Super close. Yeah. How big a company is that? I was under the impression it was like a nationwide kind of... Yeah. So we're going to get into this history of them. They actually have a really interesting history. They actually just moved from Batavia to Naperville, though. Hmm. Um, So I'm going down the rabbit hole of Papa Nicholas. So we actually have had a funny interaction with Papa Nicholas. Or Marcus had uh, a funny interaction with Papa Nicholas. Papa Nicholas himself? Very early on. Well, I don't know. I know his name is Nick Papa Nicholas, and he introduced himself as part of the Papa Nicholas. And yeah, it was really early on. Was he an old man? Yes. Okay. Yes. He was an oldish man. Well, rest in peace. Nick Papa Nicholas died in 2016. Aw. Well, he gave me some advice that I was not expecting or oh. asked for. Okay, well, don't. Uh, his heart was in the right place. I cannot wait to hear what he yeah. said to you. Well, he was like, you need to sell ground coffee. Like, nobody's going to buy whole bean coffee. Ah. People don't buy whole bean Basically, coffee. Basically, he asked Marcus to follow his business model if he wants to be successful. So here's Marcus selling modest coffee at this big winter tasting demo that Blue Goose did. And then I met Nick pa- Papa Nicholas, and he, he, hey, coffee's pretty good. And you know what you need to do is, in order to be successful, you talk like you know, more of a more of an accent. You know, you know, you, if you want to be successful, you know what you need to do is you got to grind the coffee because nobody's gonna buy whole bean coffee and make a dark roast because I didn't. We didn't actually have a dark roast at the time. Well, I'm glad you took the advice to make a dark roast yeah. because I love the dark roast. But I just want to back up for a second. Is his name 
Papa Nicholas, like one word, like that's his last name. Yeah. Because on the coffee, you have the impression that it's Papa Nicholas. Mm-hmm. But it's Papa Nicholas. It, like when you say Nick Papa Nicholas, that's his actual his name. His last name is actually Papa Nicholas. That was interesting when the parents were like having their little baby boy. Like, what should we name this baby? Let's name him Nicholas, Papa Nicholas. <laughs> and then the mom was like, I was thinking Papa. <laughs> Papa, Papa Nicholas. <laughs> like, that's too crazy nick oh his name sounds like santa claus and i want to like him and you do a great voice um he is i mean in all fairness with all due respect to you an award-winning coffee roaster papa papa nicholas is a little more successful than you are so far so maybe maybe we need to start grinding our coffee we need the, to start making maple bacon coffee <laughs> we figured out the success this shit is on every store shelf like well, in every store that i've ever been to you know what it's funny that we're okay so i just have to say but papa nicholas is almost like our parallel universe like had modest coffee started at another time would we be papa nicholas so the Papa Nicholas Company started way back when, eight, late 1800s, actually. Oh, my gosh. Well, first Papa Nicholas comes over from Greece to the Chicago Great area. Grandpapa, Grandpapa Papa Nicholas. <laughs> <laughs> That's fun to say. <laughs> Unless you join the Patreon. <laughs> For the most Oh, my God, it's so funny. <laughs> People would be like, okay, can you just pay me to like listen We'll pay to- you to shut up. <laughs> <laughs> can I pay to have extra edited episodes? <laughs> <laughs> That'll be the $3 a month subscription. <laughs> you get extra edited episodes. You get, you get the digest version. Or seven minutes long. <laughs> Hi. Uh, we're no bad reviews. <laughs> Grandpapa Papa Nicholas, give us money. <laughs> That's all you need to know. All right. So, Uncle Grandpapa Papa Nicholas. <laughs> 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 oh, there's just a rich vein here. All right. So, Uncle Grandpapa Papa Nicholas. <laughs> it's fun, right? I can't stop laughing at it. Comes over. From Greece to Chicago, late 1800s, like many of our ancestors. Can you do ancestors. A, an accent? I can't. I'm bad with accents. I'm not even going to try. I don't even know what does a Greek man sound like. He sounds like this. <laughs> I don't know if that's accurate. <laughs> that sounds a little bit like a South Side Chicago. You know what? That's probably actually exactly how they sounded. So anyways, uh, Uncle Grandpapa Papa Nicholas comes over. You did that really well, by the way. That, like, just rolls off the tongue. It's so it's great. So good. It's so Steph, fun. try it. <laughs> Uncle, Grandpapa, Papa, Nicholas. Oh, you're so good. Oh, sorry. It's really fun. <laughs> so he comes over, new immigrant to the United States. What's he going to do? He starts roasting coffee. And so he's, like, sourcing beans, and he's doing his thing. And then his nephew is the second generation. He takes you know, Uncle Coffee Business and his ideas, decides to expand upon them. And uh, so Uncle Papa Papa Nicholas starts selling out. <laughs> Sorry, go ahead. Starts selling to 
uh, he takes it, he takes the takes it to the next level. So he starts selling to restaurants, and back before a cafe was on every other corner, you used to go to your local department store, like Bloomingdale's. So like high class though, high class ones. Uh, back when those were a fixture of American society. So they're selling to department stores that have cafes, which was the precursor to cafes as we know them now. And then uh, 1980s, Papa Papa Nicholas decided, which would be Nick Papa Nicholas, um, decided to continue on with the family business. So Nick Papa Nicholas decides to start his own thing. Funny, he's roasting in his garage in Wheaton. Just like roasting just like you just roasting wow where did his roaster land first in the garage just like our roaster although our roaster never actually got set up in the garage but it landed in the garage first and That's so and then uh nick papa nicholas papa papa nicholas is wondering like what can i do and he decides to go into grocery stores guess where he goes first treasure island he never got paid <laughs> no bad reviews. No Treasure bad reviews. Island was a lovely grocery store. It was actually really Treasure Island. We should do an episode on them because they actually meant a lot to a lot of people, um, and they actually were like really innovative too. Um, so well, we can go down that path another time. Um, so anyway, so yeah, they they started selling to Treasure Island. Then they went to Jewel, and Jewel was like, "Yeah, we'll give you twenty five stores." So they start oh delivering gosh. to Jewel. Yeah, <laughs> this story parallels our origin story. It's like. The same. It's so crazy. And so they go into Jewel. They go into the 25 stores in Jewel. They had um, Nick, Papa Nicholas's wife, was going around doing deliveries within the really grocery creepy. store. So creepy. I know. It is literally our origin story. And then, uh, yeah. And so then they just kept growing and they kept expanding and getting into uh, different niche markets. And now they, um, they have like the day-to-day coffee, which is, it seems to be, from what I can tell, their flavored coffee line. They have their Papa Nicholas, which I guess is considered to be like their specialty line. Mm. They also do toll roasting and they have a couple of other Italian themed line. And then they have like a, they call it Basic Joe. It's like a, I don't know, basic coffee mm. line. I did not know that they were so diversified. It's so diversified. And so a lot of them don't have, like this doesn't say Papa Nicholas anywhere mm-hmm. on their bag. So anyways, right. I just thought it was really interesting to, here I have this maple bacon coffee in my hands and I'm like, uh, I am a little bit worried about putting this coffee in my mouth. (laughs) (laughs) Um, But I'm willing to try it. But, you know, it's like I start doing this digging, and then I find out Papa Nicholas. I'm like, oh, Papa Nicholas, just this big, huge company or whatever. And then doing some more digging, and I'm like, Papa Nicholas, with Modest Coffee had started in 1985 or whatever, based on the trends at the time, would we be going down the same route? Would we be selling maple bacon coffee? Would we be (laughs) selling maple bacon coffee? Would we be selling your dad body? Yeah. Papa Modest. But, yeah. I mean. <laughs> but I mean, Papa Modest, you know, 2013 over your dead body, but Papa Marcus, you know, 1985, would this have been? Look, we're heading there, you know, like maybe not. Right. <laughs> Wait, I just, are we heading there? <laughs> no, we're not. <laughs> Scratch that. We're not actually heading there. It's like you can tell they have trends that are from their early days incorporated into their business model. So then it started getting me a little like 
you know, what does it mean? What does it mean to start at a certain time period? And how do how does a coffee company evolve and grow? So that's going to be some philosophical thinking I'll have to do on my own. I think that's really cool. And go down that rabbit hole right. in my mind. But I think it does make you, it kind of makes you wonder. So okay. here we are. Um, we have the day-to-day coffee, maple bacon. I'm this, so excited. You are excited. Like I you're know. like glowing right I know. now. Like, I'm <laughs> <laughs> this breakfast uh, picture of a breakfast on the on the cover looks delicious. We have pancakes, butter, bacon, and then a bunch of maple syrup all stacked on top of each other. Which to me, I want to say reforming picky eater. I don't love it when my food touches on the plate. <laughs> so this image is like, I am cringing a little. So your preference would be if they were on that logo, an image just not touching, you yeah, would consider if buying they that. Had, if this picture was like one of those child plates that has the ridges <laughs> in the middle, or like a bento box with each thing. <laughs> in its own compartment and if if each that is where that that appeals to me so listen up day to day (laughs) you want some marketing tips from (laughs) from picky eater don't make your food touch on your label (laughs) there is a whole category of people that pours an obscene amount of maple syrup all over their whole plate. I enjoy a little maple syrup on my pancakes, but yeah, I don't want like a puddle of it because I don't want diabetes. But <laughs> I feel like there is a whole category of people that really enjoys a plate of maple syrup. All right, are you guys ready? It's the olfactory reveal. Mm. Mm. What does it smell like? It. I'm trying to... What does it smell like? It smells sweet. It does smell extremely. There is there. There's no sweetener. I don't think so. I mean, I think they would have to have a nutrition fact. Is it sticky? Are you getting any bacon? I'm not getting any bacon. I got a little campfire. Maybe that's where the bacon is. Maybe like from. a like a little toasted marshmallow almost. Mm-hmm. I see what you mean about the campfire. There's you know, a smokiness again. in there somewhere. I hope it's not just smoke, artificial smoke. I hope there's a true bacony. I want a meatiness to it. It has to have a little, like, of that umami. Yes. Yes. Shall we brew some coffee? Yeah. Let me go ahead. Modest Coffee roasts the highest quality, single-origin coffees without the snobbery. They take the guesswork out of buying specialty coffee by carefully curating green coffees and sorting them to one of their tiers, based on cupping score, price, flavor notes, and roast level. Go to www.modest.coffee forward slash no bad reviews to see what they're roasting today. Pip pip cheerio! It smells good. I can smell it and I like Ooh. it. I smell, now it I do smell like, like, like maple coming. syrup. Yeah. It, does, it has like a warm maple syrup. That's a great smell. You know what? That is, that is like wafting mm-hmm. and I'm enjoying. Yeah. I'm a liking. It's so funny, Marcus. What if this podcast turns you into a fan of flavored coffee? What if it changes your whole life? You know, that's what I'm here for is personal growth <laughs> and personal and Nicholas? palate growth. What if you become Papa Nicholas? You're like, this is what's been missing this whole time. I'm going to make some ground coffee. <laughs> <laughs> but he's doing it wrong. He needs to have... Maple sausage. <laughs> Ooh. It would be so funny if you just looked at all of the Papa Nicholas flavored coffees and came up with a slightly 
different flavor. <laughs> the bastardized version of it. Uh, oh and then we'll call it Night to Night. <laughs> oh my God. Are we back from our coffee break? Yeah. Well, we're back for our coffee break. All right. <clears throat> so uh, we have now our day to day all brewed up and ready to try. So we have a nice steaming pot of coffee. It smelled fantastic while it was brewing. It smelled like when I worked at a breakfast restaurant called the Egg and I, and there was just like a big... <laughs> I don't know why. <laughs> Such a great name for a, a restaurant. A big thing of hot maple syrup with a spigot, you know? It smelled like that. Really, really good. I'm smelling a ton of maple right now. Ton of maple. Yeah, the wafting of the maple was really intense. And where's the bacon there? Do we have bacon? <laughs> when I wafted it towards my nose, I got a little bit of a bacon smell, unless I was imagining it. But I think I got a little bit of a bacon smell. Yeah, I think you have to get in and waft. I can no, I can. I've got. I can smell it. It's like fatty smell. Yeah, like, I am not getting. I am only getting maple syrup. Maple syrup is definitely the dominant. It's like butter, maybe. Like maple and butter mm. and smoke. Oh, that makes me wonder what this coffee would taste like with... What do they call the coffee you put like fat in? Butter or oh. coconut oil? Bulletproof. Yeah, the bulletproof. bulletproof. Yeah. That actually... I draw the line there. <laughs> I just don't have butter. I just don't have butter to include into... Like we have cream, we have sugar, we have whiskey... There's no room Only. left on my table for butter. Well, I would Whipped be cream? intrigued to try a pat I, of butter. I, well, we'll see what this okay. tastes like straight up. Maybe on. they've <laughs> included some for you, right? So I'm thinking that they came to this flavor concoction with obviously maple flavor and smoke and like an artificial butter flavor. That's how we're getting that like fat. I would guess. Okay. That's how we're getting there. You know, you can't like boil some bacon to get some, you know, essence of bacon oil. You know, that's not a thing. I mean, it? why not? Essential oil but of bacon. This is something for our coffee company to try. We will boil bacon until we get this <laughs> natural bacon flavor figured out. So I just thought maybe of like there's something there. Bacon LaCroix. Essence of bacon. <laughs> oh, God. <laughs> there's got to be a way to like condense that down and like, like the real flavor company. We'll boil bacon until we can get. This is like awful. I can't a even. A flavoring. No, you know what we could do is make bulletproof coffee with like a scoop of bacon fat do you oh, save your lard. bacon fat i always save my bacon fat and could put a you could put some real no bad reviews maple syrup and a scoop of bacon fat and have like a flavored bulletproof breakfast coffee i i'm gonna write this down we could do a follow-up episode in the future where we recreate maple bacon coffee oh my god oh. i love this using modest coffee plus bacon lard and maple syrup. You said this was a light roast. It looks really dark. It does look very dark. <laughs> you know, there's like a common misconception about labeling is that like most macro roasters have two settings on their giant 240 kilo roasters. It's dark and darker. And so <laughs> like lighter side of dark. Okay. If you were going to put bacon lard and maple syrup into a coffee, how light would you roast it? You know, we'd have to play with it and just see where the maple and the bacon and the roast and the origin all fit in together. I would have to get back to you on that. I think me doing a darker roast might be good because you're going to be sweetening it up 
with maple syrup and then you're gonna be kind of smoothing it out with some fat and I think a darker roast would hold up better to that kind of mixing. But you do have to blend bulletproof coffee, right? So you've gotta like whip, it's like part of the process, right? I honestly have no clue. I tried coconut oil and coffee one time to see what people were talking about and um, I think I just stirred it in. Okay, let's try it. Oh. Uh. Keep it positive, guys. I didn't tell you my review yet. That's true. That could have been that could have been a reaction of joy. A cringe right. of love. Right. <laughs> <laughs> love it. All right. right. I'm about to take my first my first sip. I feel like it's a little too hot for Ooh. me to really be getting the flavor yet, but the one thing I'm really struck by is how dark it is. Yes. It is. Yes. It's dark. It's very dark. It is, um, I, I don't feel like bitter is a bad word when you're describing a right. dark no, coffee. That's like right? part of the flavor that's, element. Yeah, I, that's like the big overpowering flavor right off the bat is just bitter. dark and bitter. Yeah. yeah. So yeah, that was my first, it was kind of like an explosion of bitterness. Right. Coated my tongue. Um, not saying if that's good or bad. <laughs> It right. just depends on what you like. Right. It might sound bad, but I think it's actually kind of a good one. So you know when you're roasting marshmallows and you're a kid and like the exterior of your marshmallow gets kind of fire burned and a little crispy, but maybe like one side is still nice and golden and you put it in your mouth so you've got that mixture of like golden marshmallow and burnt marshmallow. Mm-hmm. That is the flavor that is sitting on my tongue after that explosion of bitterness. I'm left with that crispy, half-burnt, Exterior, but not the inside, just where you peel it off and you put it in your mouth and you like crunch it up. That's where I'm at right now. That sounds super nice. Stuff has it cooled off enough. I wish there was more something. More maple, I guess. I guess the smell was so intensely maple that I expected it to have a little more maple flavor than it does. It's a very subdued maple. Maybe, you know, in the next round, round where we add a little bit of sweetness, I think that might help. I agree. Enhance some of that. Yeah. Mm-hmm. So, <sighs> something good. I just thought of something. This reminds me of a campfire, and I like campfires. There you go. <laughs> Love campfires. Yeah. <laughs> well, we have half and half, and we also have barista oatly. Um, I'm going to choose one of those. I'm going to wait to put sugar in until after I try it. Awesome. I'm just going to, I'm going to take a couple more black sips. Because I just feel like I want to understand more what this flavor is. So you like the complexity. That's right. (laughs) I'm appreciating the complexity. Ooh, that's good. Well, it makes me think of um, when we were, you know, doing some workshopping and we tried that pumpkin spice coffee. It was pretty bitter. But then when you added the cream and the sugar, I feel like the sugar almost activates the the flavoring agent it's i don't know if flavored coffees are meant to be drink drinking drink black i feel like you need that sugar to activate the you know flavor who color. are we to say how you should drink your coffee <laughs> i used to drink hazelnut and french vanilla from 7-eleven but i used to get there from the local convenience yeah, store. from the local convenience store numeric convenience store numeric convenience store <laughs> <laughs> And I used to love that black. I did not. I was not a cream and sugar kind of guy. So flavoring, for sure, can be drinking. Drunken? Drunken. Can be drunken black. All right. We're going to need a listener to tell us 
uh, how to pronounce words. So if you know how to pronounce a word out there, listeners, just let us Send know. Send us an email to hello at nobadreviewspodcast.com. There you go. I'm Any. sure they'll let us know. <laughs> I feel confident that they will tell us. Are you a grammar enthusiast? Please let us know. Steph. Uh, I have added organic half and half. Thank you so much for providing me with real dairy. You're and um, not that I minded the oat beverage. Leading oat beverage. The leading oat beverage. <laughs> it is, I don't notice a huge difference between half and half alone and then half and half with sugar. Maybe I just need to add a little more sugar. It's cutting the bitterness, which I am appreciating. Mm-hmm. I am not necessarily noticing a stronger flavor and i really just want to dump maple syrup into this coffee after smelling it like Mm -hmm. i just want that taste a little more than i'm getting it's not um it's not a bad review it's it's i like it so much i wish there was more it's interesting it does help cut down on some of that bitterness it still has a little bit of a a bite to it i think it's the smoke i think it's it's enhancing the smoke in a way i think it's you know what i think i liked when it was black I like that toasted marshmallow flavor better. When it settles on my tongue, I'm not getting that burnt toasted marshmallow anymore. Mm. Mm. Add whiskey? <laughs> it's so good. It is so good. I'm not even kidding you. Oh, my God. Marcus has added whiskey and is very excited about it. It's very good. It's like, like I could drink this. What do you think is going on with the flavor of the whiskey, though, combined? With, how is that working? I have no fucking clue how it works it just works let me ask you this because i have not had a japanese whiskey before and i know that some whiskeys are smokier than others mm. is a japanese whiskey a smoky whiskey no not necessarily. that's a good question it's not a smoky whiskey it's very clean whiskey and actually this one in particular you can see how like light in color this whiskey is and um centauri makes it really great it's called toki which was the name of one of our cats yeah um, oh rest in peace and so it's uh it looks like perhaps it was even a young whiskey because typically the longer they are like the more they absorb the tannins. So the tannins in that are pretty light and my guess it, there's something in in this that it's like the smoke uh that that normally pairs really well with whiskey is like all of it together is just jamming. Well, I won't be trying that incidentally or coincidentally I should say. Today, I 18 years without any drugs or alcohol. Wow, 18 wow. years, congratulations. Today was the first day, 18 years ago, I woke up and I was headed into a halfway house in like four days and I didn't want to drop dirty and have them kick me out of the halfway house. So, you know, occupied my time however I occupied it for four days, went into a halfway house. Holy shit. I did not know that. How about it? Congratulations. Thanks. I'll drink to that. (laughs) (laughs) So you guys can go ahead and enjoy that whiskey on my behalf. I really hope that this podcast isn't the thing that ends up destroying 18 years (laughs) of sobriety. (laughs) Oh my God, I just can't handle this coffee. Just pour it in. I don't care anymore. (laughs) Well, we need to find an analog for you to like... You know what? I'm okay. No, I mean, we need to get the coffee to the point where it's good. If you're feeling spicy... I do have an idea, and whipped cream makes everything better. <laughs> whipped cream does make everything better. I'm just going to go like this, right into my mouth. <laughs> I've done it many times. Mm. Actually, taking a sip of the coffee 
and then doing a shot of whipped cream straight to the mouth. It's actually kind of a nice combination. Not lying. We found it. We found it. We found it. it. I'm just going to take a sip, do a shot of whipped cream. And so enjoyable. Oh my God, this is hilarious. This is so good. What'd you think? I think it's hilarious that we are drinking this maple bacon coffee, and the review is that we wish we had maple syrup and bacon to put in it. <laughs> did you? What did you think of the whiskey? The whiskey is, um, I mean, I saw you pour so much fucking whiskey in there, though. Like it's like. Do you half think whiskey. I did too much? Whiskey? I think you I was perhaps. being careful not to put too much whiskey. It looked like a big pour. Of whiskey. I mean, I don't know. Is it hot? It tastes. Like whiskey, and that <laughs> is good. <laughs> Here, try mine. It's all about ratios. Oh, yours has a ton more sugar than mine does. Uh, why don't Why don't I use the whipped cream? Why don't we just use every tool in our arsenal today? <laughs> <laughs> oh my God, that's some good audio right there. I am loving it this way. I'm loving this, like. And it didn't even take more than one cup. The the flavor of the whiskey and the smoke and the bacon and the maple. I think. Mopple. I think, I'm going to mop. I'm going to call it mopple. Because not quite maple. But it's nice. <laughs> Mipple. <laughs> Mipple. <laughs> and then I am really enjoying. I've taken a sip, done my shot of whipped cream. And like the two that are just sitting now in my mouth, those two flavors together. Chef's kiss. I am struggling a little bit with this coffee and maybe it's because i was so excited about it mm, yeah see the whiskey and whipped cream well, it's not a bad review. delicious <laughs> <laughs> so yeah. would you say that whip whiskey whipped cream and maple bacon coffee and cream and sugar <laughs> are, are an excellent combination for you Does it, can you say it's not bad under those circumstances yes a lot of sugar helps a lot i like it sweet mm-hmm it's good sweet. I think that if you're going to the store to go buy maple bacon coffee, that like maybe you're going to be like, oh man, I just love maple bacon pancakes. And what would round that out? But more maple and bacon <laughs> in my cup, you know, maple bacon overload. As somebody who's like a serious maple bacon enthusiast who just mm -hmm. like cannot get enough maple bacon. Is that, I mean, do you think people are buying maple bacon coffee to go with their maple bacon? Or do you think people are buying maple bacon coffee as a cheat because they're not eating mm, There's maple not enough bacon. maple bacon. I think we've come up with some really great ideas of who this coffee is for. <laughs> and it's the, not us. There's so much whiskey and stuffs. <laughs> <laughs> um, I am ready to say something nice about this coffee because Marcus has added a shit ton of sugar and it does it does really bring out the flavor it is really nice with like just a lot of sugar and whiskey and whipped cream <laughs> it's delicious and cream right and cream awesome yay we found it so that is our very first episode of no bad reviews colon a coffee podcast if you want to send us a message or give us a suggestion of a coffee or drinkable coffee-related product that you would like to hear us try, go ahead and send us an email at hello at nobadreviewspodcast.com. Also, you can follow us on social media at nobadreviewspod. That is on Twitter, Instagram, and Facebook. And please, most importantly, go to your favorite preferred podcast listening 
app and rate us, preferably with no bad review. <laughs> and subscribe. And tell like your friends. Like, like and subscribe. subscribe. Tell your friends. Tell your friends. Because it's so, so important as to, we are just getting started. Um, if we ever want to get sponsorship. <laughs> aside from ourselves. Aside from ourselves. <laughs> Go, like, subscribe, and, and tell we'll your see friends. you next week. All right, thanks. See you next week. We're also accepting whiskey reviews. Thank you for listening to this podcast, generously sponsored by Modest Coffee, purveyors of single-origin coffee without the snobbery. Visit www.modest.coffee forward slash no bad reviews to see what they're roasting today. Enjoy.